Hello, you're listening to the Equippers International podcast, the short version where we are making our way through the book of Hebrews. We have finished the first seven chapters of this book, and in this episode, we're going to get into chapter eight. You know, it's so good to spend time in God's Word and to really bathe, if you will, in a specific place. And this is my intention in keeping us in the book of Hebrews. And I trust that as you've been following along on these episodes, This process has kept you engaged in the Word, specifically this book. And what happens inevitably when you engage a specific portion of Scripture or a book, as we're doing in this study of Hebrews, on a regular basis, and you kind of marinate in the book and in the Scriptures, you kind of get a real feel for what the author is trying to convey. You know, it's something that goes deeper than just the words on the page. There's just kind of a movement, if you want to put it that way of what the Lord is trying to communicate. And I just have a sense in my heart as I am engaging in this process with the book of Hebrews that we're really approaching a point where the writer is going to launch into the the meat of what he wants to say in this book. And of course, it's going to be about the new covenant that God has established through the sacrifice of Jesus. So let me start by reading the first six verses of chapter eight. And as you usual, this paragraph we're going to spend a few episodes in and just see what the writer has to say. Chapter 8, verse 1. Now the main point in what has been said is this. We have such a high priest who has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister in the sanctuary and in the true tabernacle which the Lord pitched not man. For every high priest is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices, so it is necessary that this high priest also have something to offer. Now, if he were on earth, he would not be a priest at all, since there are those who offer the gifts according to the law, who serve a copy and a shadow of the heavenly things, just as Moses was warned by God when he was about to erect the tabernacle. For, see, he says, that you make all things according to the pattern which was shown you on the mountain. But now he has obtained a more excellent ministry. By as much as he is also the mediator of a better covenant, which has been enacted on better promises. Now, like I said a minute ago, the writer is really going to move into this discussion about the better covenant. Now, the writer says there is a main point which has been said up to this point in the letter. That's how he starts chapter 8. Now, we know that there aren't any chapter divisions and verse divisions in the original text. So this is a transition sentence. The writer saying, now this is the main point of everything that's been said up to this point. He says, we have a high priest who has taken his seat at the right hand of the majesty in the heavens, and that he is a minister in the sanctuary and in the true tabernacle, which the Lord pitched, not man. Now, what the writer is saying, again, he's concluding and driving home this point that Jesus is the ultimate priest. He is the one that sits in a position to mediate between God and man. And so Jesus sits in this place, and the place that he sits is what the writer calls the true tabernacle. 
It's not the tabernacle which was pitched by man, that is, Moses, in the wilderness. It is the real tabernacle because everything that God did in the natural in regards to the tabernacle with the children of Israel was simply a picture of something that already existed in the heavenlies. This is a truth that is very important in understanding that everything that God laid out in the design of the tabernacle and ultimately the temple represents that which already existed where he is in the heavenly realms. So this was not a new idea. God was actually replicating in a way that man could experience what it was like to be in his presence and how things were organized. But it's important to recognize that Jesus, as the high priest and the ultimate priest, performed his priestly ministry not in the earthly tabernacle that was pitched by man, but he performed that priestly activity in the heavenly tabernacle. So the writer is going to continue to focus on this point, that now the ministry that Jesus has as the high priest, was ultimately performed and finally performed in the actual heavenlies, in the real tabernacle. Now, this brings out a truth that's very important for us to understand. The things that are in the heavenlies are more real than the things that are on the earth. The earth is only a representation in regards to the things of God that exist in ultimate eternal reality in the heavenlies. A lot of times when I teach these concepts, I talk about that which is above and that which is below, that which is in heaven and that which is on earth, that which is eternal and that which is temporal, that which is according to faith and that which is according to sight, and on and on and on the contrast goes. But the truth is that which is in the heavenlies is more real than that which is on earth. So this is exactly what the writer is telling us. Jesus went into the ultimate real tabernacle, the ultimate real presence of God. He went right into the presence of the Father to perform his priestly activity. Just as the priest went into the tabernacle or into the Holy of Holies in the temple to perform the priestly duty of offering the sacrifice, Jesus did that in order to establish a better covenant, which is founded on better promises. And we're going to see that as the writer lays it out for us now in chapters 8, 9, and 10. I believe these three chapters are foundational to understanding the book of Hebrews and understanding the message that the writer is trying to communicate. So as we get into this chapter, we're going to start unpacking what the writer is telling us about Jesus's ministry. But right off the bat, he's concluding that the most important Important point up to this stage in his book is that Jesus is the ultimate high priest and he has sat down at the right hand of the majesty of God the Father in the heavenlies and he performed his priestly duty 
in the Holy of Holies, in the true sanctuary and tabernacle in the heavenlies that was created by God. This is what makes his sacrifice so powerful. This is what makes the effectiveness of what he has done far better than that of the earthly priest. Their priestly duties could only be temporary in nature. They could never make the worshiper perfect, and they could never fully accomplish what was necessary for man to be brought into a perfect relationship with God. And this is what the writer is communicating to us. So today, I want to encourage you just to reflect on this beautiful truth that Jesus is there in that place where he completed the ultimate service as our high priest, and he offered himself in the heavenlies, in the holy of holies, in the very presence of God. And because of that, we have a new covenant. And that new covenant is the foundation and the basis upon which we relate to God. And it's going to be a wonderful journey for us to look at this and what it means for us as believers and as children of God. So I want you to consider these things and be encouraged today and be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.